Welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. Before we meet today's guest and hear from our sponsors, I want to give a shout out to our two partners. Uh, we partner with the global community of women in high school sports. Jen Brooks is a great group. Uh, it helps promote uh, women at high school level. Uh, their website is globalcommunityofwomeninsports.org. Check it out. Uh, there's a lot of resources. There's a lot of value in becoming a member and supporting a global community of women in high school sports. Our other partner is We Coach. Uh, Vanessa Fuchs is the CEO of this tremendous organization. It's focused more on the college level um, uh, coach and AD, but they're uh, reaching out to help high school people as well. Their website is wecoachsports.org. These two great organizations that help promote uh, athletics, particularly for women coaches and ADs, check them out, and we are proud to be partners with them. Now, let's hear from our podcast sponsors. We want to thank our friends at Gipper for their support. Go to Gipper.com and see how athletic directors are creating world-class marketing content for their school social media channels. You can do it in seconds on any device, and you don't need any design experience. It's so easy, even I can do it. Go to Gipper.com, mention the podcast, and the podcast code ADPOD10, that's ADPOD10, and get 10% off. That's Gipper.com. Start creating custom-branded content for your school's social media channels. Gipper.com. We also want to thank Final Forms, the industry leader in registration. But Final Forms is more than that. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility. And they have reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that come with athletics. Final Forms can also help your coaches with things like attendance and communication and even with their own certification management. And for athletic directors, Final Forms can help you with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time that you talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started with Final Forms. We also want to thank our friends at Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com. They're going to show you how to sell your tickets online and how to scan your attendees that come to the games. They'll also show you how to collect your revenue. And every step of the way, you're going to have a dedicated client success manager that's providing you hands-on support. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com. You'll also see how you can start selling tickets for things like school dances and theater productions, uh, music performances, even graduation. That's hometownticketing.com. Simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to say thanks to Snap Raise. Uh, snap, go to snapraise.com and see how better fundraising with their platform can make for a better athletic program. Get away from the fundraising headaches of the past. There's no selling, there's no list managing, there's no inventory. Uh, our coaches use Snap Raise, and it was just fantastic. As an athletic director, I knew what was going on, but I didn't have to get involved. There's no upfront cost. Your data is secure. And what's more important, it works. Okay, Go to snapraise.com and check out the SnapRaise fundraising difference and see the thousands and thousands of dollars 
that they have helped schools just like yours raise using SnapRaise. Grow your program with SnapRaise and change your fundraising game plan. That's SnapRaise.com. We also want to thank our good friends at Huddle. Huddle is how the world sees sports. Over 200,000 teams across 40 sports use Huddle to help their teams play better using video and analytics. Go to Huddle.com and you can check out all the features that they offer, including smart cameras that are auto-tracking. Uh, there's always been analytics, but there's so much more. There's two tools to help every team, every coach, and every athlete improve. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but as an athletic director, we were a Huddle school. And our coaches just love the professional-grade analysis and features that Huddle can provide. Once again, go to Huddle.com. We believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle and become one of the 6 million users, including your student-athletes, that are on the Huddle team. To learn more about Huddle, go to Huddle.com. That's Huddle.com. We also want to thank our good friends at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. We use surveys for just about everything at my schools, and the information that came back from the parents, the teachers, even the kids, was almost always overwhelmingly positive, and it'll be the same for you. But surveys also allow that squeaky wheel parent to vent, and sometimes they'll share a small problem that you can address and keep it from turning into a big problem because you didn't know about it because you didn't do a survey. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Go to athleticsurveys.com or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. Let them help you take your athletic program from good to great and go to athleticsurveys.com. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive. Their indoor scoring tables and video boards not only generate income for your department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and see exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com or go to sidelineinteractive.com for more information. And we want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school's school record boards for all your teams, for all the events, or to display your athletic department Hall of Fame, go to uh, vitalsignswalloffame.com or email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles and an entire library of templates to help recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're going up to Michigan today, and our guest is Jean LeClaire. 
Jean's got quite a resume. She is currently the athletic director, the head volleyball coach, and the dean of students at Bronson High School in Bronson, Michigan. Uh, she's got a tremendous coaching resume. Uh, she's a national coach of the year. Uh, she's in the Michigan Coaches uh, Hall of Fame. She's won multiple state championships. And at the same time, she's an athletic director. So, uh, Jean, Jean LeClaire, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Well, we're excited to, um, you know, hear about your programs and the things that you do. But uh, first, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that quick bio, um, you know, where you were born, where you grew up. Kind of take us up to your college years. Then we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll hear about your career. So uh, what's the Jean LeClaire story in four minutes? <laughs> Uh, my story's fast, I think. I grew up in Grayling, Michigan. That's the home of Bear Archery, uh, which has now moved to Florida, but both my parents worked at Bear Archery. Uh, so I grew up competing in the sport of archery until I got into junior high school. And when I got into junior high, I wanted to be in school sports. So archery kind of took the wayside for me. But what archery taught me was the focus and concentration needed in sports. So, I mean, I do think I got a lot out of that sport. Before my sophomore year in high school, I moved to Dow High School in Midland, Michigan, and I moved because Grayling Public Schools was talking about uh, getting rid of some sports because of financial reasons, and sports was pretty important to me. So I moved up to my dad's house where I could compete in all the sports I wanted to at Dow High School. And from there, I went to Saginaw Valley State University where I competed in volleyball in I think people find it pretty funny. My favorite sport's always been basketball, but I've coached and I competed in college in the sport of volleyball. So, you know, I think that that's kind of a fun story. And my athletes can't believe that my favorite sport isn't volleyball. And uh, I got my start in coaching volleyball at the high school level while I was still in college. So that's kind of a quick rundown of where I grew up and how I got into sports. I want to go back and talk, uh, have you talk a little bit about uh, the archery, um, you know, I think is, you know, I think many of us were PE teachers uh, during the day and, and we had that archery unit sometimes, um, you know, what are some of the memories of, you know, training and competing uh, in that particular sport? Well, I grew up at the archery club. My dad was a professional archer. So every weekend we were at archery tournaments. Um, so, you know, I just grew up competing in the sport of archery and, um, I don't know, I just think I learned how to really focus because in archery, you have to focus your, um, sight on the target and you can't worry about anything that's happening around you or you're going to miss the target entirely. So yeah, I, I did enjoy archery. The funny thing was I took an archery class in college and I got to be in it because I wanted to do things my way, not how the instructor wanted it done. And I had grown up competing and I was pretty good. So, but I got to be in college in my archery class. So uh, just drawing back and, and hitting the bullseye, you know, seven out of 10 times or whatever it was, maybe it was better than that. That wasn't good enough for your college instructor. Uh, I don't think so. He wanted me to, you know, hold the, he wanted me to load my bow differently. You know, when you're competing at, at tournaments, you're like, you have like a three foot space and he wanted me to turn my bow so that it was, um, horizontal to load my arrow. 
And I'm like, no, you don't, you can't do that when you're actually competing because there's not the space on the line because mm -hmm. there might be 50 people in this little area. So yeah, that was one of the things he didn't like. I didn't load the bow how he wanted me to load it. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. I love it. For our listeners, our guest today is Jean LeClaire. She's an athletic director, head volleyball coach, also a dean of students at Bronson High School in Bronson, Michigan. We're going to hear uh, some more about her career. Uh, so please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Gipper for their support of the podcast. Go to Gipper.com and see how athletic directors are creating world-class marketing content for their school social media channels. You can do it in seconds on any device, and you don't need any design experience. It's so easy, even I can do it. Go to Gipper.com, use the uh, podcast code ADPOD10, that's ADPOD10, and get 10% off. Start creating custom-branded content for your school's social media channels at Gipper.com. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, Jake, I do use Gipper. That's one of my favorite uh, social media tools. And for any athletic director who is not utilizing it, seriously, take a look at it because it's a great program. I use it from my phone, from every event I'm at, uh, just sharing scores and results and everything else. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. And I know the folks at Gipper do too. Uh, I didn't really get into Gipper until after I retired and, and uh, you know, they got involved with us in the podcast. Uh, but you're absolutely right. Uh, it's a tremendous tool to help promote your teams, your coaches and and, and your kids. So thanks for that extra shout out. Um, you, uh, in the previous segment, you kind of took us up to your college years. So uh, share a little bit about, you know, your early career, you know, the coaching and and maybe that decision process to, as I like to say, coming to the other side of the desk, uh, becoming an athletic director, uh, you know, share that part of your life. Sure. So while I was in college, I started coaching. Um, yeah, I started coaching at a pretty young age. I think I was a head coach probably at the age of 19, which is pretty young, learned a lot of valuable lessons and things you shouldn't do at that age because you just don't know any better. Um, but right after graduation, I got hired in to teach math at Penn County High School, which is in Northern Michigan. And uh, I worked alongside the athletic director there who also was a volleyball coach. So I started doing some game management with him and working alongside him. And it really showed me that I enjoyed the um, organization and the running of an athletic department. So that helped my decision to get a master's in sport administration from Central Michigan University. And he left, he was the athletic director and volleyball coach at Pinconi. And after three years, he left to coach in college. So I just kind of stepped right into his position of um, taking over the athletic director role and kind of the rest is history. I left Pinconi to go to Bronson only because I was looking for a full-time AD job. At the time, I was teaching three hours and an AD, and I went to Bronson as a full-time AD. Now, about 12 years into my stint here, I also became the Dean of Students, and that's kind of held on, um, but I've got great administrators to work with, so I'm not necessarily working a 12 to 14-hour day every day like some 
athletic director slash dean of students are forced to do. Yeah, you and I were talking a little bit. Uh, I, I was a football track coach, and uh, most of my career has been football coach and athletic director. But there was a period where I stepped away from being an AD, and I was the head football coach and the dean of students. Really enjoyed that aspect. Uh, you know, you get a chance to work with kids and with parents uh, that you don't often get to see. Uh, but as my career progressed, uh, I was approached by another school to just become their athletic director. And I realized I liked being a dean, but I love being an athletic director. So uh, I, I went to that other school. Um, any dean of students uh, stories that uh, you know you can share with our listeners right now about uh, that aspect of your career? Um, I don't know if I have great stories, but I think what I like about being the dean slash athletic director is I can really work with the athletes when they're making poor decisions and I'm meeting with them as a dean about how that looks and how they need to be the leader in our school because they're an athlete and everybody looks up to them. So uh, that gives me the opportunity during the school day just to talk with them about making better choices and being leaders. Oh, yeah. And again, that, that's a big part of, you know, the the leadership role that we take. You know, we're we're coaching coaches. Uh, sometimes we're coaching kids like you are, too, as a volleyball coach. But in, in that dean's when you got that dean hat on, okay, you really get a chance to to connect with kids and uh, probably really helps the AD experience as well. Um, let's go in. You mentioned something about you've got some great administrative support. Um, you know, share with our listeners how that has helped you, uh, you know, be a better coach, be a better AD. Uh, not only administrative support, but just mentors. So, you know, I've got a superintendent who is really into athletics. I think all of my superintendents, I've had several have been into athletics. And so that's fun because they want to talk athletics and they get it. They get how important athletics is to a school system. So I think that's exciting. Um, but just part of the mentors, some of the, my superintendents are my great mentors. And I still, even those who have left the district, I still am in contact and asking questions of. Great, uh, great lead in. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to let you share uh, some of those mentors and how they've impacted your career. Once again, for our listeners, our guest today is Jean LeClaire. She's the athletic director, the head volleyball coach, and the dean of students at Bronson High School in Bronson, Michigan. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thanks to Final Forms, the industry leader in forms and registration. But there's so much more than that. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility. And they've got reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that come when you have an athlete in the house. Final Forms can also help your coaches with things like communication and attendance and even help with their own certification management. And for athletic directors, Final Forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. And with Final Forms, you know your data is secure. It's time for you to talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started with Final Forms. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Gene, in the previous segment, you uh, alluded to some of the mentors that you've had. 
And we always like to give our guests the opportunity to give them a shout out. None of us get to where we're at on our own. Uh, the expression that I always use is I still hear those voices in my head. So uh, do you have any voices that you still hear? Oh, absolutely. And there's no way I could list all of the mentors that I have and that I still talk to. But probably first and foremost is my high school basketball coach. And I didn't even realize it at the time. But after I got down here to Bronson, I thought, man, he did things the right way. He made difficult decisions and he handled them with class. And I didn't really realize that until I was five or 10 years into my athletic director position. But he taught me how I wanted to lead my athletic program. So that was Mr. Bob Ribble. And I'm still in contact with him on Facebook. That's one of the great things about social media. It's, a, it's easy to keep some of those people involved in your lives. Uh, but then there's lots of ADs from across Michigan and the country. Um, Betty Rubel from Notre Dame Prep is just a great friend. And she and I talk a lot. She's also a great volleyball coach and softball coach. Um, some previous ones, Steve Henniger and Dick Look were, were ADs up north when I first became an AD. And they're the ones who really got me into the NI or the MIAAA, our Michigan High School Coaches, um, Michigan High School Athletic Administrators Association. And I became instantly active in the association. Um, Matt Lehman is in my current league and, you know, he and I talk a lot about just different issues. And then I also got involved somehow, I get myself involved in a lot, but with the National High School Athletic Coaches Association. So I'm on their board and that's gotten me traveling to several conferences in the summer. And I've just gotten to know a lot more athletic directors and volleyball coaches from across the country. So you know, just the people, you have something going on, you can just shoot out a quick email or a text and get some help from them, you know, in all sports, in in all jobs. So I think you really got to be willing to talk with people and learn and sit down at a table at the conferences you go to. And just the, some of the uh, discussion that goes on, you learn so much from. No, absolutely. And again, you bring up a great point about, you know, that mentoring can uh, be the springboard and very often is to uh, establishing your own network of, you know, a sort of uh, resources and, uh, you know, uh, acquaintances that can really help you out down the road. Really appreciate you sharing. I know those mentors appreciate you giving them the shout out too. For our listeners, our guest today is Jean LeClaire. She's the athletic director the head volleyball coach and the Dean of students and a national coach of the year uh, from Bronson high school in Bronson, Michigan. We're going to take another break. I know our listeners are uh, shocked at that, but uh, we want to give our sponsors a shout out. Please stay with us. We'll be back with some more. This is the educational AD podcast. We want to say thanks to our good friends at hometown ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com. And they will show you how to sell your tickets online digitally for your athletic events. They'll show you how to scan the attendees, the people that come, and they'll show you how to collect your revenue. That's certainly important. And every step of the way, you're going to have a dedicated client success manager that's providing hands-on support. Go to hometownticketing.com. They'll also show you how to sell digital tickets for things like school dances and theater performances, music concerts, even graduation. Go to hometownticketing.com and start selling your tickets digitally.
That's hometownticketing.com. We also want to thank our good friends at Huddle. Huddle is how the world sees sports. Go to huddle.com and see how over 200,000 teams across 40 sports are using Huddle to help their athletes and their teams perform better using video and analytics. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but as an athletic director, we were a Huddle school, and our coaches just love the uh, smart cameras, the programmability. Obviously, they love the analytics, but there's so much more. Huddle has the tools to help every team, every coach, and every athlete get better. Go to huddle.com and you'll find a complete solution with professional grade quality for their cameras, their software, and their customer support. Huddle believes in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Go to huddle.com, find out how your program and your school can become a Huddle school. Go to huddle.com to learn more. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is Gene LeClaire from Bronson High School in Bronson, Michigan. Gene, you and I have been doing this for a long time, and uh, we have a lot of younger athletic directors that listen to the podcast. And I think it's important for them to hear our journey from a professional level. And you mentioned, you know, you got involved with MIAAA. So talk a little bit about that. How did that occur and, you know, what were some of the things that, you know, you did as you grew uh, on your professional pathway? I got it. The, the first way I became involved with the MIAAA was just attending their conference. And some other AD friends said, hey, you got to go to the conference. It's a great weekend away. There's a lot of learning and socializing that goes on. So, I mean, I did that first. And then I'm always active. I always get myself involved in things. So I got myself on a couple committees, which turned into a PR committee. And now anytime I know any new AD, I'm saying, hey, I'm a, I'm a committee chairman. You're going to be on my committee. You know, so I try and push them to get involved that way. Um, I think it's important. And then Betty Rubel from Notre Dame Prep is really the one who got me involved in the NIAAA, which is the National association and I've gone to their conference a couple of years and now I'm on one of their committees. So I think what better way to learn than to get yourself involved with committees and taking the classes that are associated from the NIAAA. So I've taken, I don't know if I've taken every class, but I've taken almost every class that's available. And I think if, when I go to the national convention each year, that's what I'm looking for. What new classes are being taught so that I can continue to learn and improve well if you're in uh nashville this year uh hopefully you'll sign up for uh the uh parenting class uh 716 which i was part of the authorship team for uh we'll be presenting that again uh and, and again you hit on so many different points there just choosing to go to your state conference um, you know, when you were asked uh to be on a committee you know you said yeah i'll be on a committee and those are those key steps for a young AD that wants to get involved. You got to go to the conference and sometimes you actually have to volunteer, introduce yourself to one of the uh, workshop moderators or one of the LTI instructors and just say, Hey, I'd like to get involved. How do I do it? And they, they will very willingly, you know, tell you exactly how to do that. You know, great, great stuff. 
We're going to do this at the end of the podcast, but if one of our listeners wants to reach out and uh, pick your brain, find out a little bit more about how you do things at Bronson, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you? They can either text or email me. Um, my email address, do you want me to give that to you? Absolutely. Okay, it's my last name, LaClaire, L-A-C-L-A-I-R-J, at Bronson Schools with an S at the end, plural, dot org. And that's an easy way. Or my cell phone number, 269-506-1919. I don't always take a call if I don't recognize the number. So you can leave a message or text me, and then I would get back to somebody. Yeah, for listeners, yeah, text her uh, and, and say, hey, this is so-and-so. I heard you on the podcast and uh, wanted to chat. You know, uh, you know, give her a heads up about what that's all about. Once again, our guest is Jean LeClaire, athletic director, uh, Hall of Fame coach, and uh, dean of students, volleyball coach at Bronson High School. We're going to take another break, but we'll be back. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thanks to SnapRaise. Go to snapraise.com and see how their fundraising platform can help you. Our coaches use SnapRaise, and it was just fantastic. Uh, as an athletic director, I knew what was going on, but I didn't have to be involved. And you can get away from the fundraising headaches of the past. There's no selling. There's no list management. There's no inventory. And what's more important, it works. Go to snapraise.com and check out the thousands and thousands of dollars that they have helped schools just like yours raise using SnapRaise. Again, our coaches use SnapRaise, and it was very, very effective. Grow your program with SnapRaise and change your fundraising game plan. Start a fundraiser that works for you. Go to SnapRaise.com to get started. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is Jean LeClaire. Uh, she's the athletic director and the head volleyball coach at Bronson High School in Bronson, Michigan. Also a national coach of the year. She's a member of the Michigan Coaches Hall of Fame. Um, just a, a tremendous resource. And Jean, one of the things we try to do with our podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So what are some of the things that you do at your school, with your teams, even as a head coach, that you feel are best practices you can share with our listeners? I think probably the biggest thing is embrace the parents. And, you know, I think a lot of coaches and ADs don't want anything to do with the parents, but I think we have to embrace them. We want them to be part of our team and part of our family. And I think they're an important piece of the puzzle. So my first would be embrace the parents. Um, Along with that, observe and listen to athletes, to spectators, to coaches, to parents, you know, listen to the things they're saying, because they might give you some good, good things or bad things that you need to be looking into, maybe celebrating the good things that are going on, but um, observe and listen. Um, I think probably my key for me is organization. I'm just anally organized. And I think that's critical as an athletic director because there's so many things that go on and you have so many buses going different directions. So just the organization, making sure everybody's on the same page. And probably lastly right now is getting kids into leadership and captain's clinics. 
because uh, we need to teach our kids how to be great leaders, how to lead their team in the community in the future. It's kind of gone by the wayside the past couple of years because of COVID. Um, I'm super happy that we can start sending kids out to some captain clinics or leadership conferences again and just working with them and how they can lead their teams and helping them make decisions that's going to help their teams and their schools and ultimately the communities as they grow older. Those are really cool ideas. I love every single one of them. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, A recent conversation about captains and there's as you know, there's a lot of different ways to coach. There's a lot of different ways to run a program. You know, some coaches, you know, they have, you know, three captains every year. Some it's only senior captains. Some don't do captains at all. Uh, but you, you talked about developing leadership, you know, captains clinics. What are some specific things, maybe one or two, that you've done either as an AD or as a very successful head coach to help develop leadership with your student athletes or with your coaches? Uh, anything you can share with us? Sure. Um, a couple things with my volleyball program is we do book studies and I don't call them captains. I call them leaders. And I, and I want leaders of different age brackets. So I'm not going to do just seniors. So um, we've done a couple books by Jamie Beckler and book studies. So they read a chapter or whatever, and then we discuss it maybe once a week. So book studies is a great thing to do. Um, there's another, there's an app that I'm doing with my team. I've done it a couple years, brought it back. It's a student athlete program. It develops character development and leadership. And it's an app, so it's on their phone. And it takes like two minutes a day, Monday through Friday. And they have to answer a question or two after it. And we discuss those every day before practice. So those are a couple of things. We do that with our entire team, volleyball team, not just the leaders. So that's a couple of things that I've done as um, a coach. As, yeah, is that the energy boss? Is that what that one is? You have? Well, I was going to say, I've got my three uh, uh, Jamie Beckler books here. Yeah. Uh, the Buzz Trip, Leadership Playbook, and The Captain. So I'm right there with you on Jamie Beckler. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing The Captain right now. And that's an easy one to read a chapter a day because the chapters are pretty short. So we, we read a chapter a day of that as an athletic director, you know, we, our Michigan high school athletic association puts on a women in sport leadership conference every other year. So we take eight girls to that. And our conference does two leadership council or two leadership programs every year. And we can take, we take a total of 20 kids to those each year. So those are some things that we're doing as a school district also the there's a new one the massp this year is doing a with a girls leadership thing too that i'm hoping we'll be able to send some girls to that as well so um, just trying to get our kids out there i i'm i'm gonna guess you're familiar with meg sang uh, okay yep. yeah you know she has her uh leadership program you know been on the podcast yep. she and i were both on the national certification committee I'm going to give you and our listeners one more book uh, suggestion. Uh, this one's called Teammates Matter. Uh, the author's Alan Williams. We did this, gosh, it was about maybe 10 years ago. It's a great, great story. We actually uh, were so impressed. Um, 
that we flew him down to our school. We had him present to our parents uh, uh, Thursday night, and then he presented to our entire student body uh, the next day. Uh, That's awesome. Great, great book. Highly recommended. What, what was his name again? His name is Alan Williams. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, Thank teammates you. Teammates matter. Our guest today is uh, Jean LeClaire. She's a athletic director. She's a uh, Hall of Fame National uh, Coach of the Year. And she's at Bronson High School in Bronson, Michigan. We're going to take another break, but we'll be back. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thanks to our good friends at Vital Signs Wall of Fame. You know, they've got a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school's athletic record boards or your school's Hall of Fame, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles, along with an extensive library of templates to help recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments and go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Or you can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com to get started. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Once again, our guest is Gene LeClaire from Bronson High School in Bronson, Michigan. Coach, one of our original questions that we've been asking since the podcast started has to do with this idea of developing toughness. A uh, hundred years ago, when I was in high school, uh, our coaches would say things like, uh, come on, Jake, you got to suck it up. Or come on, Jake, you got to be tough. And we kind of knew what they meant and we did it. Uh, since then, uh, we have found much better ways to communicate with kids uh, and, and help coach them. But I still feel that toughness is an important quality for sports and for life. So here's my question. How can we help kids to develop toughness while also being sensitive to the very real challenges that a Generation Z kid is experiencing that I never had to go through. Do you have any advice for us? I think so. And I agree. We can't coach how we were coached when we were in school. I mean, that has gone by the wayside. Uh, but I think there's a lot to it. So how can we help kids be tough? I think first we have to get the parents to understand that the kids need to learn how to fight their own battles a little bit. I mean, the parents shouldn't just be paving the way for them. Uh, they need to let the kid come in and talk to the coach face to face. That's something I really push, especially in my volleyball program. If they're having issues then they need to, maybe they shoot me a text and say, Hey, can we meet before practice? Or can I come in during lunch, but sit down and talk face to face. And that's something that kids have difficulty doing these days because of technology. So I think those are two critical ways. And then I also think we need to listen to them and help them find ways to deal with whatever they're going through. And kids have a lot on their plate these days. So um, it's tough and their life is tough. Sometimes school is tough. You have to hear what they're struggling with and then help talk them through how they can deal with it. But I think the biggest one is kids have to be able to talk to anyone else but especially a coach or an adult face-to-face -face, and parents need to let them learn how to talk and work their way through it 
you know, um, those are, would be considered, you know, some best practices, um, you know, coaching parents to let their kids talk, you know, coaching the kids uh, on, you know, going to your coach. Do you have any, um, you know, I guess for lack of a better word, how do you handle that as a head volleyball coach and as an AD with coaching that aspect for parents and coaching the kids to do that? Because, you know, you've been doing this for a long time, you know, that phone call or that email or even that meeting you in, in the hall. Hey, Gene, do you got a minute? Uh, it's never a minute. Okay. Right. And uh, it's, it's not about playing time. It's always about playing time. Um, do you have any way that you handle that in your program? I won't talk to a parent as both a coach or an AD without the kid there. And then I, and then I really don't let the parent talk. I, I talk to the kid to ask them what's going on. So I'll allow the parent to be in the room. And some parents are like, no, I don't want the coach to know. And I'm like, the coach is going to know, you know, so yes, you can come in and talk to me and the coach, but the kid's going to be there and the kid's going to be the one who's going to be doing the talking. Mm -hmm. And, and that is, I mean, that's helping the kid with real life skills as well. Oh, no, absolutely. And for our listeners, this is a national coach of the year. This is a hall of fame coach and an AD and a Dean of students that's sharing what is considered a best practice. And sometimes it's hard to do It's Sometimes it's hard to have those conversations with everybody in the room, but it's a best practice. If it was easy, you know, anybody would be an athletic director or head coach. So some great, great advice from our guest today, Jean LeClaire. We're going to take another quick break, but we'll be back. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support of the podcast. Their indoor scoring tables and video boards not only generate income for your department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and set up a live web demonstration to see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and see exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. You won't be disappointed. Once again, welcome back to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is Gene LeClaire the athletic director and head volleyball coach, also the dean of students at Bronson High School in Bronson, Michigan. Gene, another one of our uh, longtime talking points has to do with this idea of social awareness. And I, I know that's a big umbrella, but how can an athletic director do a better job of being socially aware for their community? Yeah, this is a big one. And this could go many ways. I think the way in Bronson that I have kind of enveloped being socially aware is trying to get myself and my staff to understand that kids are going through a lot these days. And so we have to have an understanding of the reasons, the motive, the motivating factors behind their emotions, their thoughts and their behaviors. So I think kids need to feel safe. I always tell them to make the gym or the field your safe place 
if I have a kid come into volleyball practice and I say, hey, how was your day? And they say, I had a rough day. And I say, okay, let's make this your happy place. Let's make this your safe place and let's change your day around. But you really have to figure out why they're feeling the way they're doing, why they feel that way. Did they have a bad test? Did they break up with their boyfriend? You know, whatever, you have to figure out, you know, what's going on in their life and spend time with them, talk with them, get to know them, build the relationships. You know, I think, I don't know, I just feel like, People are afraid to get to know student athletes. And I think we need to embrace knowing them. I, I think my players know that I'm a safe person for them to talk to. They can come to me anytime, day or night. They know I'm available. I'll answer my phone if any of them calls me because they need to talk. So um, I think that's part of it is just understanding their reasons why they are feeling the way they're feeling. Um. So that's one part. I also think we need to be where the kids are. So I think we need to be on social media. And I stated earlier, I use Gipper and I have an athletic um, TikTok page. I can't figure out the password right now. I'm working on that. But, you know, I'm putting videos of our kids competing. And sometimes it might be just a slideshow of pictures, but the media or not the media, the public, the parents, the kids, they love it. You know, I post game day stuff, weekly schedules, scores, results. And if I forget to post like a weekly schedule, I hear about it because the parents use that every week. I mean, I got a text while I've been on this podcast. Hey, doesn't junior high football play Wednesday? You didn't have that on your weekly schedule. And yep, I missed it. You know, so I think we've, we also have to be where they are in social media. And I know a lot of ADs don't want to be on social media, but I feel we need to be where the kids are. So that's uh, kind of my thoughts on being yeah. socially aware. Yeah, no, again, again, you're absolutely right that, you know, that's where the kids are. And, you know, if we want to promote our programs, our teams, our student athletes, even our coaches, um, you got to be on social media. There's just no other way to do it. And if you're not, you know, people, you know, whether it's from your school or other schools, the community, they're going to be talking about the program and, you know, having that presence on, uh, you know, Twitter or Facebook or TikTok, whatever it is, Instagram. Okay. It's a great way to take control of the narrative and share, as you know, all the great things that our kids, our teams, and our coaches are doing. So, you know, absolutely great stuff. And Gipper makes that easy because it posts on all three at the same time. It just doesn't post on TikTok. That's got to be a separate one. All right. I haven't made the venture into TikTok, but one of our great ADs in Florida, I'm sure there's more, uh, Pam Lancaster, uh, she is a, a TikTok guru. And, you know, she is done a tremendous job promoting her kids and her teams and her coaches uh, on TikTok. Um, so um, if, if you're looking for different examples, you know, there's one that you can check out on how you can become more active. So thanks for sharing that. And again, uh, I, I'm beating this drum for Jean LeClaire. You know, this is an AD. This is a, a head volleyball coach, but this is a national coach of the year, um, a hall of fame coach, somebody that I think, uh, you know, has some uh, great advice for those that are willing to listen. Gee, this has been great uh, spending some time with you, uh, getting to know you a little bit, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always wrap up with the athletic director's toolbox. Uh, you've been doing this for a while. You certainly know your way around the world of athletics. 
We're going to take a quick break and hear from Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack, uh, who sponsor our toolbox segment. But when we come back, I'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job, but I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. Uh, come back and listen to uh, what Jean LeClaire is going to put in her athletic director toolbox. We'll be right back. We want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director Toolbox segment of the podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. We use surveys at my schools for just about everything, for teachers, for coaches, for parents, and for student-athletes. And the information that came back was almost always over-the-top positive, and it'll be the same for you, too. But the surveys also allow that squeaky wheel parent to vent sometimes, and frequently they'd share a small problem that you could address and keep it from turning into a big problem because you didn't know about it because you hadn't done a survey. Go to athleticsurveys.com or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com and find out exactly what Athletic Surveys from Lifetrack can do for you. Athleticsurveys.com. Let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Well, it's that time of the podcast. We've been visiting with Jean LeClaire, the athletic director at Bronson High School in Bronson, Michigan. Uh, Jean, as I have said, is a, a Hall of Fame coach, a National Coach of the Year, uh, very well versed in uh, best practices for athletic directors and coaches. But right now, I'm going to ask her to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job, but I'm only going to let her put three things in the toolbox. Jean, what three items are going to go into your athletic director toolbox? There could be a ton here, but um, first, I've already mentioned it, but I'm going to say embrace the parents. Um, get them involved in any way you can in your programs. I think that's important. Make them feel part of the team slash family. Uh, love the kids. Let them know how much you care. Talk to them about their practices, about their games, about school. So just really love the kids. And they love talking to you about their games. Or we did this great new drill at practice last night. You know, just learn to love the kids. I think Google Docs, I know all young people, that's easy, but for me, it was hard to learn Google Docs. But, you know, I met this summer in Iowa, a great volleyball coach, Renee from Nebraska, and she and I share our practice plans in Google, Google Docs. I can see what she's doing. She can see what I'm doing. We're getting new stuff from one another. So what a great way just to be able to share with other ADs or coaches on um, Google Docs. And I'm just going to add in, attend conferences, attend your state conference, attend the national conference, the people you meet and the things you learn, not only by attending the sessions, but by sitting around a table, eating dinner, just talking about some of the great things you're doing in your school or your state helps other people out. Oh, absolutely right. Those conversations that you have, those informal ones, you know, the yeah. courses are great. The LTI courses, the workshops, they're fantastic. But sometimes those informal conversations that you have over a meal or at a bar, or wherever it is, uh, you get a great idea. That's exactly where I got my idea 
to um, for my certified master athletic administrator project to do was at an informal conference with uh, a couple other athletic directors. Very cool stuff. Gene, if one of our listeners wants to reach out and pick your brain a little bit, I certainly encourage you to do so, listeners. What's the best way that they can get a hold of you? Through email or my cell phone. So my email is my last name, L-A-C-L-A-I-R-J at bronsonschools.org. You can just search our school website and you could access it that way. Or my cell phone, 269-506-1919. Jean LeClaire, Athletic Director, Head Volleyball Coach, and Dean of Students at Bronson High School. Thanks so much for spending time with us today and all the best moving forward uh, with your season and the school. Thanks for having me. And I hope to get back on the kayak soon. I'll start listening to more podcasts. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Jean was sharing at the start that she usually listens to our episodes on the kayak. That's a first. Uh, I've heard lawnmowers. Uh, I've heard uh, driving to or from work. The uh, first kayak uh, listener. So that's cool. For all of our listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of these interviews get uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening. Uh, as I said, we want to recognize our partners, We Coach and the global community of women in high school sports. Really should get involved with both of these great organizations. For We Coach, their website is wecoachsports.org. Check out all the resources available to you as an athletic director or as a coach. And for the global community, go to globalcommunityofwomeninsports.org. Uh, become a member, uh, help support both of these great organizations. We'll see you next time on the Educational AD Podcast.